Hey, I'm Brett Gornick. I'm Jason Lobig. Welcome to the Live Better Podcast. As Nike trainers, international retreat leaders, and wellness advisors, we help people from all different backgrounds push towards their potential, get healthy, and change the world. This podcast is about teaching others to actively pursue their entrepreneurial dreams, similar to how we pursued ours, and how to get and stay healthy doing it. We didn't start our careers in training and wellness. Jason worked in public accounting, and I, Brett, worked in corporate retail until starting our dream experiential wellness business, Live Better. What started as an idea for a protein bar led us down a path to build what Live Better is now, which performs everything from personal training and corporate wellness to international wellness retreats and yoga and meditation for kids. We are here to encourage you to follow your dreams while holding you accountable. It's not easy, it's not always simple, but it is possible. Let's make today the best day ever. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Live Better podcast today. We are excited to have fellow savage Brian Mazza on the podcast today. Um, I love the, the first line of his Instagram bio, dad, husband, athlete, investor, um, all of those things in a very good order as well as I just became a father myself. So um, I understand the importance of, of leading with that. Brian, we're super hyped to have you on the show and you're coming off a Really awesome trip down to Miami, so we're excited to, to dive into all the things. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you for the intro. Um, looking forward to today. Appreciate it. So uh, let's, let's dive into um, all the things that, that you're working on. I think um, a lot of cool similarities between what you're doing and what we do at Live Better. Um, and one of the things you were just talking about before we popped on was about your, your recent uh, trip to Miami and kind of reinvigorating, recultivating the community that you've built and are continuing to build. Um, so let's hear a little bit about, about what you were doing down there and, and how you've been able to, to build out such a really cool um, community and, and foster some, some badass uh, strength conditioning and just really fun, cool um, kind of dive into what it is to take life to the to next level and perform at a high level. So, um, we just, you know, last week we had our fourth high performance, um, summit and, uh, you know, we, we had to take 15 months off because of the pandemic, like a lot of people who do events and a lot of people who do in-person, um, activities or what have you. So, you know, we came off of a really strong one right before the pandemic in LA. Um, we, we really set the bar and, and very, very high for what we even were doing, um, and it's really crazy. Each summit, we we get we become more and more successful with our group, and our community grows exponentially. And you know, we couldn't be happier with that. And then the pandemic happens, and it's like, it's like, oh my god, you know, we what are we going to do for a year? You know, luckily, um, that is just one of the businesses that I have and I own. Um, so it was sorry, my kid Leo just popped in here. Um, so it, it was. Um, Sorry, Lee. <laughs> it was, um, Hey buddy. Sorry. I know I'm working. Um, it was, uh, it was really scary just not to do something for a year, but I, I really couldn't just, you know, sulk in it for too long. And I had to continue to run my other businesses and continue to grow the, my, my other brands and my personal brand and, and just kept HPLT in the back burner and knew, you know, one day we'll be able to get our opportunity again to bring the community together and rock and roll. So, you know, fast forward 15 months, uh, I sat down with my wife again. I said, I think it's time, uh, as the, you know, 
the U.S. is starting to open up a bit more in um, other states, predominantly in the South. Um, and let's go back to Miami, which we love and where we have a really strong relationship with certain hotels in that community down there. Um, let's do it in May and let's see how the community responds. So, you know, we, we launched it and sold out within 12 hours, which was really awesome to see. People were really thirsty to get back to the summit, get back to in-person training. Um, and you know, we, we didn't, we didn't hold back. We, we got some really amazing speakers, um, really awesome brands, uh, you know, that, you know, our summit is really starting to become a, a huge incubator for brands to come, um, and show their products and show what, uh, you know, our community can do for them in terms of impressions and reach and, and all of that. So it, it was really just like, I get, I was getting chills setting everything up and flying down into Miami and seeing how the hotel was prepared for us to just put on something that means so much to me. You know, it doesn't feel like a job. It doesn't feel like even a business. It's, it's just something that is so natural. And um, to have that taken away from me personally for 15 months was really difficult. But, you know, I, I'm an entrepreneur and I've had businesses fail. I've, had, I've been in really shitty situations a lot. So I'm used to certain things not always working in your favor. And one thing that I've learned from running many businesses before is that you just have to keep marching forward. So it was a, it was a really good moment just to see everyone in the room together and see how hungry everyone was to get back to doing what they loved. I love that, Brian. I, I saw an Instagram post you put up the other day with you laughing on the beach that this is like basically you responding to people still not understanding what you do for work. <laughs> and Brett and I both try and explain to our wives and friends what, what we do. And I, it's always just kind of hard to describe. Um, and I would love to sort of like weave this into a little two-part question. Can you give some background on how you fit some of those businesses together? Maybe give kind of like a brief history because I think it's really interesting what you have done and how you've started to piece one thing together in building this lifestyle, which I'm sure HBLT is kind of a reflection of things that you wanted personally, um, that you feel like you wanted to create for yourself and who you wanted to surround yourself with. Can you kind of give like a little bit of a brief background about you and, and kind of how you've thoughtfully put some of these businesses together? And then at the same time, how you think about building those and balancing being a dad and having a family and building this lifestyle that really lights you up. Those are two large, um, long long questions to remember. All right. So the first one, so, you know, I, I came up in New York city through the hospitality industry and the only thing that I was really doing, uh, I was just chasing money. Right. And that was the only thing that I was chasing. And, um, and there was great times and there was really bad times, but you know, not all good things come to an end eventually and you have to know when to leave and you have to know when to get out and chase other things in your life that are more fulfilling. So I saw an opportunity to do that and it was the best choice ever to leave the hospitality industry. Um, you know, some of my dear friends are still in it and I, I love what they do and respect what they do. But for me, um, the time was right for me to just do what I want to do. And um, I was tired of making other people a lot of money. Um, and I was just continuing chasing that unfulfilling dream of how much more money I can make, how much more money I can make. 
Um, and I switched the script on myself and said, you know what, let's do what's really, um, what means a lot to the core of who you are and who you want to be and how you want to, um, just raise your family and, and just be what type of person you want to be. So, you know, fitness and sports and athletics is something that will forever be in my blood. Um, you know, I'm a former soccer player, so that's what I really know. And I know how to navigate this space. I know how to lead from the front in this space. Um, and the best part about it for me is like, I don't need to be the fastest. I don't need to be the strongest. I don't need to be, you know, in, in the best shape. Um, I just have to do what's best for me. And if, as long as I could continue to do that and be a, a, a positive, truthful leader in this space for myself, uh, I knew that I would be able to build community. Um, and that's what I did in the hospitality in, industry. And don't get me wrong. There was, I, I loved a lot of it, but you know, it just ran its course and, um, I saw an opportunity to get out. So I got out, but when I, you know, got into social media and, and really just started messing around with it for fun, um, opportunities just came my way. And when opportunities come your way, you, you better hope that you're ready for those opportunities. I always wanted to be really prepared. So when really lucrative opportunities jumped my way or, uh, you know, I call them chain opportunities where this is going to, you know, link onto another thing and open another door and open another door. I better be prepared and, and, and be able to execute as efficiently as possible in order to build a strong career in that sense. So, um, you know, my Instagram stuff is, is really fun still and, um, helping a ton of people and giving back in that sense and paying it forward. Um, you know, like today, some guy asked me like, you know, Hey, you, can you be my first blue check person to follow me? You know, I follow your stuff. And I just think so many Instagram people are so corny and cheesy that like they would never even give this time of day to somebody, um, and do that. But like, of course I, I gave the guy a follow and, and, you know, gave him some cool comments on his running and stuff like that. And that's what it's all really about for me on the Instagram side of things. It's super fun. It's super motivating. If I can make some bucks doing it, let's do that. Um, and I have some really strong partnerships with brands um, that are really have been ongoing for years and, and consistent. So I, I leveraged, you know, the hospitality industry into the Instagram and, you know, it, kind of influencer stuff. And then when we were on our baby moon with our second kid, I just was like, what's going to be our next, what's going to be my next venture as, as I left that industry and just saw a huge void in, you know, the event business in terms of, you know, the betterment side of things. And, giving people opportunities to finally sharpen their tools or find out where their tools are. And then they, they can, you know, hopefully get on, on the right track to make their life better. Um, and I just, you know, been thinking about it a really long time and figured out the right formula, uh, figured out the, the right way to make it a profitable business. And again, I wasn't chasing the dollar sign in this. I was just chasing the opportunity for growth, um, personally. And I think that's the best way to start a business. And I think that's the best way in order to find something that's going to be super fulfilling, um, for years to come. And it's led me down some really awesome paths. And it, it has allowed me to partner, invest, uh, get equity, be part of, be parts of really, really strong companies and brands. Um, and I, I really couldn't be, happier in, in, in doing so. And I think the best part about all of this is I do it on my own terms. I have no one I need to answer to. Um, I, I could do what I want when I want to do it. And for me, that is 
the goal. That is wealth. That is being able to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Um, if I want to take my kids to school every single day, if I want to do anything with my kids, I don't need to miss it. I could be present. Um, and that's the father I always wanted to be is I wanted to be a very hands-on dad. And, you know, did I know it was going to turn out this way? No, not at all. Um, you know, and as the business continues to grow, you become busier and more opportunities, you become busier, but you don't need to take on all these opportunities. You can pick and choose and you can be the person you really want to be. And and that's how I want to live my life. How do you, as you go through this and continue to find success, build businesses, invest in companies, um, how do you filter that, that out? Um, I think it's an interesting space now as people are starting to dive into whether it's social media or building their own brands and and you just constantly get bombarded with, do you want to post for this? Do you want to pop on a call and talk about this? How do you filter out what it is that you do? And then more importantly, what it is that you don't do? Well, it's, it's a really cool question, right? Because I feel like more and more I'm starting to take opportunities now where it's not just a post here or a post there. I mean, those opportunities always come and it has to be right. But I really try to look at the long game here and say, okay, if this is a company I really like, or if this is a brand that I feel like I can have a future with, um, I initially start the conversation with the equity side of things and invest in it and, and really want to be part of the growth and use my experience in building businesses before. Um, you know, it's not just about having abs and being able to run and lift heavy weight, right? There's there's a whole other business side of what we do uh, on the marketing angle of it and building the business and advising, which we have a lot of, you know, accounts and, and handle a lot for a lot of these brands. So if it's something that I see I can have a future with, um, if it's something that I'm really passionate about, again, I just have those conversations. And if the time is right, and if the brand sees value in what I can do for them. We usually agree on something that um, is mutually beneficial. And it's really a lot about the energy, right? Um, the energy you put out and the energy that you receive has to be right. And that's just like with anything, any relationship, anything in the world. Um, it's just a consistent flow that I try to keep of positive energy with brands that I work with. Um, and there's a lot of brands that you know might pay a lot of money, but the energy is horrible and it's something that you don't want to you don't want to continue to work with um, because there's so much negativity out in the world already. So I just try to find stuff that's super fun, really positive. The group, uh, if the group is in a good place, um, if they're positive people and they're they're doing it for the right all the right reasons, then I usually get involved. Yeah, and um, stop us if you aren't allowed to talk about them. But like, what have been some of your favorite brands that you have worked with as an example and what has stood out to you about them having good energy. Um, Because I think a lot of people, when they get into this game, whether they're a trainer, they work in health and wellness, and they start to um, get attracted to some of these extra opportunities, whether they come from social media, whether they come from local brand help, whether their friends are starting things, what are some of those things um, that stand out to you about the brands or companies you work with and feel free to mention them by name or not, um, that are really strong for you that you see kind of making a change in this space that you want to be a part of. Cause as Brett said, there's a million 
that pop up every, every day commanding your attention? What are some of those things that kind of stand out to you? Sure. So there's like a couple of, you know, non-negotiable, non-negotiable brands that I just need to always be around and need to always surround myself with. That's like the vital proteins and vital performance guys. Um, from Kurt, the owner to Dan, who runs influencer programming and, and Amanda Porter and, and Cameron who runs vital performance. Like those, th- that crew is just one big bowl of positive energy. Um, and I dearly love them and they've given me so many really great opportunities. They're a huge partner in HPLT. Um, but before them being a huge partner, in HPLT, I just loved their energy and loved doing everything with them. Um, the 10,000 family, like I've been with them since 2016. Um, you know, like that, that group and Keith and Brian and Dom, all those guys, I've met some of the best, best people through 10,000. Um, you know, in my opinion, I think they're the coolest apparel brand out. You have these other brands that are just super corny and don't really hit the message, but these guys rather work with really genuinely awesome people rather than people to just have really large followings that can just pump product. They, they really stick to that moral belief and that's why I love those guys at 10,000 and I hope to be with them for forever. Um, and then, you know, there's like the good life brand, right? Good life clothing. Uh, Chris, the owner there is just a phenomenal dude. Um, funny story. Like I've known him since probably 2007. Um, and we've kept in touch. And then when he finally launched this brand, like I had to get involved with them. Um, and I advise with him and, and his brand is just a premium, premium product. Um, you know, and, and there's just so many other brands that I love and continue to work with. But those those three brands are really special, um, and, and it just feels like a sense of family. Um, we genuinely want each other to do really well, and I think that's also really important when you work with brands is that you have to have that common denominator with each other that you both want each other to do well. Um, there's so many one-sided things that brands might need you to do or you might do and the brand doesn't need and it just doesn't work out so the the mutual side of things is super important um and i I think that is why i I continue to stick with these brands and work with them year after year so that's what i i really enjoy it yeah we've got lots of uh mutual fun friends on the ten thousand side and the vital side but um eric hinman is a a funny connection of ours actually like good story for the listeners i was on vacation with my wife's family and sat down at the pool and brian his wife um and his kids sat down right across from me in the same pool um and and quickly realized it was you and then chloe had mentioned she had already emailed us to get you on the show um and you just continue to realize like how small the world is and how important it is to put out good energy, be a good person and be a positive light. Um, because this world is very small. And I think it is nice though, to kind of pull out and draw out to see brands starting to support communities of really good people trying to institute positive change because it matters. And our audience knows whether they're watching you on Instagram, listening to you on a podcast, listening to you speak, coming to one of your events, they know when it's authentic and when it's not. And I think it's really cool to see brands kind of coming back around full circle to support you, Brian Mazza, and 
your brand and your lifestyle and what you stand for because they find those things kind of powerful and I guess at a baseline influential, um, which is awesome. And it kind of brings me around to your sort of tagline and slogan, which is nothing changes if nothing changes. Can you uh, walk us through that? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's something that really stuck with me uh, years ago. And uh, as you know, we have a Nothing Changes as a huge partnership with 10,000. Um, it's, you know, I was really doing just the same when I was in the hospitality days. I was doing the same shit over and over and over again and trying to balance the life of partying and balance the life of working like a maniac and trying to get fit. And one thing wasn't working. I wasn't getting fit. I was just, you know, maybe aesthetically looking a certain way. Um, but then, you know, I'd be partying four days. It would be Sunday football. It'd be this, it'd be that. And I was just feeling miserable and wasn't able to be my best self. And I said, you know what? Something has to change. I'm doing the same shit over and over and I'm not seeing any positive results in my life. So, um, you know, I, I did my research on the nothing changes sign and, and the saying and trademarked it. And, I just it just stuck with me with the sense of hey if you could just implement a little bit of positivity in certain areas and change the stuff that isn't working you're going to inherently just become that much better um, and put yourself in a better position than you were a couple of days ago so that just I slowly started to to tweak um, my life um, and it really just started with me with stopping to drink um, I didn't have a problem it just was like you know, as you get older, the hangovers were really bad. And if you drank really heavily on a Saturday night with your crew, it took you to Wednesday to get back to baseline. And I really, I was missing my Monday workout. A Tuesday, I still was eating crap. And then Wednesday, I would put a workout in and it just wasn't what I wanted to do. And that really wasn't me. So, you know, nothing changes. Nothing changes can literally be applied to anything you have in life, uh, anything you're doing. And it changed the way I approached everything. And I became more fit. I became happier. I became healthier. Um, and it was a really smart decision for me to really deep do a deep dive into the meaning of that saying. Yeah, I totally resonate with that. And I think it's something that's really important. I, I've, I, I quit pretty much 100% drinking to a couple of years ago. And I came from a extreme party or lifestyle before that. And I think it was that switch, honestly, that, that brought everything into, into perspective of just like how much more you can perform when you're fueling your body correctly seven days a week. Um, and I think that that, you know, continues to compound. And I think it's one of the things that as you start to do that, you see that the changes that you make in yourself can lead to bigger ones down the way. Um, as you think, you know, as you're growing, as your family's growing, as your businesses are growing, as you're continuing to, to grow as a person, um, what are some of the, what are some long-term, um, maybe goals or visions that you have for yourself in, in this space? Um, what are some of the things you're shooting for? In the, yep. just, just general going forward in the next couple of years. Um, we're going to continue to grow HPLT. Um, we're, having, we're seeing some really major opportunities since this last uh, summit. So we're going to go full steam ahead and uh, 
continue to put on summits and continue to just evolve that brand. Um, we have our next one laid out for the fall. Um, so we'll be announcing that soon. Um, so I'm just going to focus on that. And honestly, like I have some really strong investments and some, I'm invested in some really, really great companies. So I'm just loving being a dad right now and watching my two boys grow and, you know, going for 10, 15 mile runs and lifting and just enjoying life. Uh, that's all I really wanted as I continued to get older. It was to do things on my terms and, uh, I'm, I'm living the life I've always dreamt about. So I'm not chasing anything. I'm not, um, promising to myself or my family. This is what we're going to do. This is where I'm going to be. This is what, this is the next goal. I'm just taking it as it goes. Um, and making sure, obviously, my family's in the best position to win. Um, but just living the life that I want to do on my own terms. It's a perfect place to be. But speaking of training hard and and uh, keeping your family in mind while you do it, I know you just recently ran a 50-mile race um, for a cause that's near and dear to your family. Can you talk about that experience, what that meant to you and Chloe? Um, and I'm sure meant to you in the eyes of your your children who are probably a little too young to understand kind of the gravity of of that but can you talk to that 50 mile race experience and um why you did that yeah so you know i just this past december i ran a 50 mile ultra um here in new york um for male factor infertility awareness and i wanted to destigmatize this whole crazy issue that's going on and that's happening more and more um unfortunately with us men but you know we conceived both of our children through ivf and um it was a really really difficult time um trying to do it and you know we were lucky we're two for two through that process and we have two beautiful healthy um little boys but you know i just felt like it was time for me to do something where i really stepped out of my comfort zone brought more awareness to this became more of like a figurehead of this space and just became vulnerable and i think more men need to become vulnerable um with a lot of the issues that we usually do not speak about and believe me this is not like a manly thing to to go out to the world and say I have low sperm count. I could not get my wife pregnant, but listen, I am fucking shredded and I can run and I can lift and I think I'm really healthy, but this is something that I cannot physically do. So when I finally came out to speak about it, um, you know, it was an overwhelming response from so many men um, through social that are going through this process also, unfortunately. Um, And there's many different factors, you know, Um, I'm actually, I actually partnered with a really awesome company called Legacy. And what they do is they send you a at-home um, sperm diagnostic kit that will uh, allow you to test yourself and see where you are through your DNA and your sperm analysis, um, which I think more and more men should do even before they have this conversation with their partner if they want to try to have kids. But um, so it is becoming more and, and, and more relevant in this space. And a company like that is really cool in the forefront of allowing more people to see um, their DNA and see what's going on with their sperm analysis. But I just felt like it was time for me to go out more and speak about it and help more people. And in doing so, we raised over $81,000. You know, we were able to fund three families with the attempt to um, try IVF and having kids. Um, We don't know who did it or if it worked for them or whatever. You know, there's a lot of laws that protect um, 
people on that. So hopefully it did work, but you know, I set out a goal. I trained 45 days for it. Um, and you know, I love getting in that kind of war mode of this is, there's a task at hand. This is what I have to do. I need to accomplish each and every day, a certain mileage and certain way to eat and certain way to train. Um, and it was a really, really cool process of just really getting uncomfortable out there. Um, in the in the dead of winter and running in cold weather rainy weather but not allowing anything to get in my way because you know that the cause was way bigger than me it was way bigger than my family and i think when something is way bigger than you um you know it does not allow pain to have a seat at the dinner table and i didn't allow anything to get in my path and i had a really strong run um you know i ran it seven hours and 25 minutes uh it was a really strong run i felt like that honestly that day i could have probably ran 75 to 100 miles was really fit really in the right mindset of just accomplishing what i was set out to do and in doing so we raised a ton of money and a ton of awareness for this and um we help people that's great i think one thing to pull away from that is just having that understanding that when things are at a higher cause than yourself than any any success that you're trying to have you you find that that inner drive, and I think that that's what you know. A lot of the things that we're trying to do um, at Live Better, and what you're trying to do with all the brands that you're building and working on, is understanding that the human performance side of things and working on yourself is important. Um, and pairing that with something bigger than yourself is is where you can truly break down all the barriers. And one of the things that we focus on at Live Better is is really just getting people to realize that 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 pursuit is is of the most important value and really taking things to the next level. And one of the ways in which we do that, and it, it, you've worked through this question a few times, but I just want to mash it all in together uh, to finish things off. Is um, we're all about having the best day ever every single day, and it's a mindset, it's a choice, it's seizing the opportunities in front of you, but also creating them at the same time. And so if you can wake up tomorrow, Brian, and and do anything you want, um, what does your best day ever look like? Um, I feel like I live my best day right now. I wake up with my boys. uh, We have breakfast, we chill, we kick it, we wrestle, we fight. uh, We watch werewolf movies. Um, and, and King Kong and Godzilla characters and we analyze them and then you know we take Leo to school and then I go for a long run or a run in general uh come back answer emails do what I have to do um in terms of work stuff then we get you know pick Leo up from school and then crush protein for lunch and, and enjoy enjoy a nice steak or, or whatever I have going on and uh continue to work and just live my life and get to be home and get to see my little, my little man running around when Leo's at school. And then I go weight train with my trainer. Who's amazing. Uh, Jacob Zemer and, uh, just do it on repeat. So that is my best day. Um, the only thing I think I'm missing is a personal chef, which we are working on, um, now for the, for the crib, but that's just, that's really it. I mean, I was thinking about it today. You know, I, we dropped Leo off at school at eight thirty. I came back, I had two quick phone calls and updates for a new business that we're starting, and then, you know, hit a ten mile run. And on that ten mile run, I was listening to my music, having all these thoughts in my head of just businesses and, and things we need to execute on, and 
came back, had a nice protein shake, and that's it. Now, I know that's not for everybody, but you know, this has been 20 years in the making of living a certain life that I wanted to live, and it takes time. It takes time to figure that out. It takes a lot of bullshit you have to deal with. It takes having good partners, bad partners, um, bad girlfriends, bad boyfriends, going through all that to find who you truly are and who you want to be. Um, and I, tr- and I really know that this can end at any moment. Um, so I soak it all in. I don't take anything for granted. Um, and that is just the best day I personally think is right for me. I love it. That is an amazing day. And one that I strive for as well, pretty much every single day of the week. Um, Brian, thanks for, for sharing. I think, uh, a lot of really good things to touch on and, uh, it's just really important for for the listeners to to understand that a couple things that you that I pull from this. One is that things take time, and like you said, that you're creating this lifestyle over over years of experiences, ups and downs, ins and outs. And I think it's just all devoted to that that higher cause that you're working towards, and that's just it's super valuable. Where can uh, people find out about you? Uh, where can people find out about your summits? Um, and, and get involved with everything you're working on. So I, I think the, probably the easiest way to funnel through all the, the jargon 24-7 is just on my Instagram, and that's at, at my name, Brian Mazza. Um, I think that's easy for people just to see for updates. Uh, you can check on my website too, brianmazza.com, and that will link you to our HPL training website um, for updates and everything. So just stay tuned for our next um, announcement, which will happen hopefully soon for our fall summit, um, our fifth HPLT, um, and just continue to, uh, just follow what we're doing and hopefully it motivates you and gives you, uh, the gas you need for your, uh, personal progress. Hell yeah, Brian. Thanks so much for, for taking some time today and, uh, enjoy the, the rest of the day ahead with the fam, the workout, and, uh, hopefully a good steak. I'm about to cook one right now. Really <laughs> big. We'll see. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. Good luck.